0: Hello everyone, I'm Dolores Greenwald, uh, the director of Williamson County Public Library. And this is not just books, uh, which tells about the community and things that are going on at at the library as well. I have two very, very special guests. And we're gonna be talking about uh, an organization that is very important to our community and to the world at large and cassie jones is publisher of southern exposure when she has the time and she's not doing things for alzheimer's and uh laura musgrave is She's got a concierge background. I don't exactly know what she's doing. She's pretty (laughs) secret sometimes, but uh, it's what is she doing? (laughs) Alzheimer's. It's so good good to have my peeps here, and um, I'm going to let them do most of the talking about what's going on with the Alzheimer's Association locally and. outside of our area in in the state I know one thing you guys do is go to the state capital quite a bit and Laura we've talked about that before but uh, you guys really hit the town when you got when you go to Nashville you want to Laura you want to talk about it and then Cassie can come in too absolutely
1: well Cassie and I we like to call ourselves the dream team <laughs> We have been advocating side by side for three years. Um, Not only have we been to the state, um, we have traveled to Washington together, slept in the same room and everything. (laughs) But um, it's funny when we, we, we walk those halls and we are side by side and when we can get things done, it's a way for both of us to honor our sisters and our family and our friends that have lost ones to the disease. So we're very passionate about our advocate, advocating as a matter of fact, Sam Whitson kids with us. And he says that if he ever saw a legislator hanging from his ankles by the window that he would suspect they were meeting with Cassie and I. <laughs> True story. True story. We're, we're gentle, but we're passionate. So, um, Absolutely. You know,
0: Absolutely. um, and, and Cassie, does it help, uh, to have someone with you so you feel like you're not alone when you're on these trips to D.C. or the state?
2: Absolutely. I mean, Laura and I have have always been a team in this. It's kind of an interesting story how we got started um, and how I got started advocating is that Laura and I've probably known each other over 15 years, but she bounced into the Southern Exposure Office one day and she said, hey, uh, what's going on? You know, I was going to talk with you or Brandy or Derby and I'd really like to promote the walk to end Alzheimer's in October. I'm the the walk chair. And she started telling me a little bit of her background. um, And she told me about the loss of her sister, Joanne. And I ended up opening up with her and sharing with her that my sister Susie also had Alzheimer's and that I had a strong family history. I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's. I lost my mom to Alzheimer's. and so it was really kind of a God thing, to be honest with you. And so then she said, I said, sure, I'll do the story. I'll, I'll write it. I'm That's right up my alley. And then she says, by the way, I'm going to meet with a legislate, legislator on Tuesday. Would you like to come? And I said, sure. And then it, it's never stopped. I mean, I, I just really... <laughs> we got down there and we started sharing our story and talking with Sam and of course Charles Sargent was there at the time and we have such support there at the state capitol and so anyway that's really kind of how our journey began together um to kind of help in end, end this horrible disease so
0: so Cassie you found we, out you found out Laura was a force of nature at the very beginning didn't you Yes, I did. And uh, I had no idea what the two of us could accomplish together. I
2: mean, it's really it really is kind of a neat thing because we already had kind of strong you know, relationships with some of these um, community leaders. And, you know, sometimes I think you, the opportunity arises where, you know, uh, you're in a position where you can reach out to folks that already trust you and kind of are interested in your story. And it's just a, it's a blessing to be able to get things done. Um, in the name of Alzheimer's and just kind of help future generations. It's, we, we feel pretty blessed to be in a position to be able to try to create some kind of change. Right. One of my favorite
1: pictures is Cassie and I had just come out of a legislator's office and we had gotten his signature um, to support a bill that we were presenting and we had the bill in our hand and we were turning and high-fiving each other and our, um, our precious policy director, public policy director for Alzheimer's captured that moment. And it's always been one of my favorite photos of Cassie and I just getting it done and, and honoring, like I said, that's that's really a big thing for both of us. Absolutely.
0: Well, when I think about you know a family situation and someone was lost due to a, a particular disease or something else and how that person in the family can change the pain around and go outward and help other people. I just, I think that's very impressive. And I don't know if you realize what an inspiration you've been, not only to me, but to, to other people that knows your stories as well. It's, um, it's very exciting to work with you. And I'm so proud that, You guys have included the library in some of the uh, education uh, incentives that you have. So tell us a little bit about uh, what goes on when you raise awareness for Alzheimer's. Cassie, you want to go first?
2: Well, sure. Well, first of all, I will touch on, I mean, Laura was the one who was very instrumental in coming to you and saying, hey, can we come up with a kind of a lunch and learn support series, educational series at the library. And um, I give all the credit to her um, when it comes to that. And it's been a very successful series. And I think, you know, when you talk about awareness, I mean, a lot of these families just don't know where to go. Right. And I've been there um, where you just weren't sure where to turn. And so I think that those that programming at the library is very important. And you wouldn't believe the people that come up to Laura and I after one of those uh, you know, lunch and learns um, and just say, thank goodness that, that this is here and that this is provided to the community because I really just need to talk to someone that's been there. Yeah. So I think, you know, Alzheimer's is the third leading cause of death in Williamson County. I mean, that's a big number. So there are lots of families out there that need support, they need resources and they really, when you're in the thick of it, and you're, you're a caregiver 24 seven, you really don't know where to turn and it's very overwhelming. So I think that is what Laura and I's mission is, is to just let families know they're not alone in this and that there, there is help out there and the Alzheimer's Association is a great resource for families that are go, navigating through this journey that's, uh can be pretty scary at times.
0: Uh, Laura, I would expect it would be uh, tremendously scary and overwhelming. You you're in the thick of it, as Cassie says, and then you know you need some help, but you're you're stuck in the moment by moment process of taking care of your loved one, right. and I would think you just want to s- scream out and say, Hey, you know, somebody understand what I'm going through and somebody help me
1: right. that's that's exactly what they're feeling is um, they just feel helpless. Uh, sometimes it's referred to um you know the the longest goodbye where you know there's there's no cure for this. It's I don't want to use the expression a death sentence, but um there's no cure for this horrible disease. And that's very daunting is that there's nothing you can do except continue to care for your loved one. Um, that's why this library program that you and I have um so passionately and, and and Sharon Riley have put on is so important to these people. Like Cassie said, people will approach us and thank us. Um if there's anything good that came out of COVID, which is not much, but we did go virtually with the, the library program. And one thing I appreciate about appreciate about that is that I think that more we're reaching more people. Um, this program is is designed to be held in Williamson County, but now virtually we're reaching out to our neighboring counties with this. We're able to have people that maybe could not leave their house before are able to just go to their computer and and, and see the program. So um, that's one good thing that did come out of COVID is that I think that we're reaching more with our program. And uh, we've had such great success with it. and. And I wanna personally thank you, Dolores, and the Williamson County Library for all of your support with this program. Um, and, and I'm gonna just mention, because I'm so proud of the fact that we actually had the state um, reach out to the Alzheimer's Association and was curious of how we did the program, how we started it, what we're doing with it. And they're now um, backing us on this program and recommending it to all the librarians I was actually on a call with over 60 librarians from the state, which is, that was huge. That's
0: exciting. That's exciting.
1: Such a great interest in it. And the state is completely behind all the libraries on this. Um, there's actually no cost to the library, um, but your library is so sweet. You, you do the brochures and and you're so easy to work with and, and the support, so. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited about that, that it has gone further than Williamson County and that we were the template for it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: I I love it that people realize what a great idea this was. And it happened because we had one speaker come, we had about 90 folks in our auditorium. Right many people, I was sitting beside Laura at the Alzheimer's Association table. Many, many people came up and, and talked about, you know, they were concerned they may have it, or they were concerned their husband or wife or mother may have it. And it really talking to those folks kind of helped me understand a little bit more about what a real personal disease this is Mm -hmm. and and the fact that it it impacts the whole family it does just does not impact the person that has it Uh, it's it's devastating in so many different ways and any kind of support that on our on our part that the library can do, I think it's worthwhile because Cassie was mentioning numbers a few minutes ago. It's uh the numbers are only just drastically increasing.
1: Right, right. So I just want to touch upon when when we first started advocating side by side that Tuesday, um, Cassie had never been before, so she was kind of new and and I was so impressed and touched. Um how she just took to it and it came from the heart and that's so important in our advocacy. It, it doesn't take a lot of, you know, knowing the numbers, knowing the facts and the statistics. It's It comes from our heart. And that's yeah. where our passion is and our family. And I'm gonna let her finish the story, but she walked in and and I asked her to please share her story. And that's, that's important. Um, I know the first time I advocated was five days after my sister had passed. Um, it just happened to be the day on the hill, five days after she had passed. And I walked into a legislator's office and I put a picture of my sister right on his desk. And I told her story. Um, the first time Cassie went, I was so impressed that she walked in, she had a purple folder <laughs> and she walked in. <laughs> and she, yeah, I was impressed with that, but she walked in and she had um, family photos and Cassie, can you share that story about what Maggie said to you, but also why, what you said the first time you advocated?
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, with my, my sister actually, um, and and my brother-in-law actually kind of stepped in as, as surrogate grandparents to my children after my parents passed. So, um, I remember, you know, sharing with Maggie that um, I was maybe going to go to this meeting with Laura and she said, you know, mom, do you have the gene that Mima has for Alzheimer's? And I said, Maggie, honey, I'm not sure. I have not been tested. I haven't gone that far. And she said, and I said, I'm gonna be honest with you. At this point, I don't know, but it is it is genetic. And she said, mom, what are you gonna do about this? And she, just as serious as she could. And I think she knows me and she kind of knows my drive and she kind of, that was a real um, aha moment for me that she she believed that maybe I could do something. Uh, in conjunction with Laura to to change the fate of of if not you know, for our for our family for for her, for future generations. so so yeah, I was very green when Laura took me on that first call. our policy, our fearless leader um, and our policy um, person at Alzheimer's, Rachel Blackhurst is amazing. She was with us. but I think we sat down. I actually think we sat down with Glenn Cassida and we were just kind of sharing our stories, and I had a purple folder and Um, I had known Glenn. He's in Rotary Club with Derby. And I basically just said, you know, we really need your support. We depend on it. And I said, and I'm going to share with you why. And I uh, shared with him a picture of my grandmother. Uh, I then shared with him a picture of my mom and then my sister. And then I flipped out a picture of me and Derby and the kids. And I said, this last picture, this is why I have to have your support. And um, graciously, he he did. He did. give us his lend us his support that day. And and we went on to pass that first bill. Um uh S SJH, I think 6, S-JH to, to create um an advisory council along with the health the Tennessee Health Department, which is a huge step. And, we, and we've gone on to pass other other legislation subsequently. And it's it's just really making a mark and leaving a legacy to be able to pass legislation that that helps families and caregivers. So that was kind of part of that story, and then after that, I, I, I've I've always showed up with my purple folder, and you know, I think what I think what Laura says is true. You just you, they want to hear how it's affected you personally. Again, the numbers they speak for themselves, but really, what people want to hear is, you know, uh, you know, I was I remember being five months or uh, pregnant with Maggie, and and looking for a new nursing home for my mom because, you know, she had. She was she was at Mary Queen of Angels and she ended up with a heart attack. And then she went to St. Thomas and they wouldn't accept her back. So you talk about being in the moment as a caregiver and just being completely overwhelmed. I've been there. So when people talk with Laura and I after um, like a support group meeting at the uh, at the library, we we can empathize. And I also want to say about the library program, what a brilliant idea, because what a safe place. And what a obvious place for people in their communities to be able to go and get information is the yes. local library. Brilliant, and the yes. fact that Laura and you have created something that is going to go statewide in the, throughout the state of Tennessee, amazing. So I, I'm beyond uh, just amazed and, and proud at what you guys have done. Thanks, Cass.
0: Well, you got you. Uh, you've been. Uh, a tremendous tremendous help in in getting this started and it's it you're right i mean it just seemed like a natural fit for us to get involved um you guys are going to be doing paint the town yay, yay. Oh. <laughs> <So tell us laughs> both of you tell Lord, you start off tell us a little bit about that
1: well, um, three years ago, Cassie, right? Yeah, three years ago, um, we decided we wanted to, and, and we had our, our other sidekick, Ashley Briggs, with us, who is the executive director over at Morning Point. And we approached the Downtown Franklin Association about um, flowering up or painting the town purple uh, for Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Uh, we had gone to both our city mayor, Ken Moore, and our county mayor, Rogers Anderson, who we have had their support since day one. They always take our meetings. They always are so helpful, and we have their support. And as a matter of fact, um, when we first met with Ken uh, Moore, uh, mm-hmm. I, I had asked if we could declare a day in June as Alzheimer's Awareness Day, and he said, well, why don't we do the month? Sure so did. We um we got his blessing on that. We had a proclamation um with the the boma, which was very exciting and one thing I can remember is uh pearl Bransford was so excited. We gave her a sash, a purple sash for Alzheimer's, and she just she was so excited she was a queen. she even had the the queen wave so she was also a big mm-hmm. support right um, <laughs> a big support um. And so we, we had uh, the support from the city. And of course we went to Rogers Anderson, same thing. And we went in front of the county commission. We pinned all of the county commissioners with uh, purple ribbons. So we started this three years ago. Unfortunately, uh, last year we weren't able to do it. So Cassie said to me, the early part of this year, we need to you know get this going and and So we again have approached the mayors. We have their blessings. They're going to do another proclamation um, for June as Alzheimer's awareness. And then I'm gonna let Cassie talk to you because she's been working with the Downtown Franklin Association and she'll let you
2: know what we're doing with them. Sure. So Laura and I had an opportunity to be part of DFA's um, monthly meeting last week and they, they were back to you in person. Uh, which was great. So, you know, we weren't able to do it last year because of COVID, but two years ago, um, we were able to partner with DFA and encourage the merchants to uh, decorate their storefronts and Purple Parks on May, was on Main Street at the time. They got way into it. Um, Puckets decorated their storefront and it was just kind of a great thing to, you know, as I said to DFA or we said last week, you know, it, it's just a way to show your civic pride for a cause that affects so many people in your community. And we actually even incentivized it this time. We have a hundred dollar gift card to Colachinos. Thank you to Frank over there for donating that. And also um, uh, Graham Ash over at Franklin Mercantile Deli donated a $50 gift card. So it's just, it's a community and, and it's for first, second and third place, we'll have prizes and just to make it fun. But really what it's about is, as I, as we talked about in the last meeting at DFA, unfortunately, most people in that room, if their lives haven't been affected personally by Alzheimer's, they certainly know someone whose life has been affected by Alzheimer's. So it's really just a fun way to show people that are navigating through this that they're not alone and to build awareness and to encourage people that there are resources um, out there. And there are people out there like Laura and I that will listen that, and that have been there. So we're so excited to partner with DFA on that. And we're very grateful to the Heritage Foundation and to Liz over there. She's amazing um, for giving us, giving yeah. us that opportunity again. She's so yeah, She is. She's great. So um, we're very appreciative of that. And when Cassie mentioned about people
1: that are um, touched or have been affected by this, um, as soon as we walked into the theater, uh, our city administrator, uh, Eric Stukey, was there and he right away um, mentioned that Cassie had reached out to the police department about putting flowers in the the knoll, the grassy knoll mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. front of the police. <laughs> and um, our our chief of police had reached out to the city and Eric said to me at that point, he said, I've given permission for you all to put flowers in front of the police department and he told me then that his father had had the disease Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna i've got my purple tie i'm gonna be wearing it all month so um i know that when i started i know that when i started four years ago uh advocating that they said one out of every three people are affected by it and i really i think that at some point everybody is going to be affected by this in one way or another, you know, someone, your, your family member. Um, it's scary. Yeah.
0: So are you guys going to kick off at the BOMA meeting or how are you going to kick this off?
1: Well, we kind of kicked it off at the DFA meeting. Um, I'm going to be going around cause not all the merchants were able to make the meeting. Um, so we're going to, um, I'm gonna go around and, and talk to all the merchants. We also had some goodie bags for them, which included um, some pamphlets, uh, 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's, and then also understanding Alzheimer's. So they can take a look at that. And we had cups and pens and and candy and stuff for them. So um, that was the first part of it. Um, we are having the proclamation at BOMA, the end of the month. I think it's the 25th, Cass? Uh, yes, I believe so. And and Mayor Moore will give us the proclamation that evening, and then uh, the first county commission meeting in June. The mayor uh, Anderson will be also, and we will pit, be pinning the uh, county commissioners. Um, there's some other events that we're taking that we're working with. Um, we're going to be doing Juneteenth. Thank you, Alma, for including. Yeah, us. You, Alma. And uh, so we'll. We'll be uh, there with our snow cone machine. <laughs> Cassie and I are now the proud owners of a snow cone machine. We've been at the Rotary Barbecue. You've seen us there, Dolores, because you yeah. work in the big Rotary. And um, we make snow cones and take it donations for Alzheimer's. And uh, we either do red or blue snow cones, or we can combine them and make purple snow cones. So- <laughs> we'll have our, our little ice snow cone machine at juneteenth um we're also going to be participating i think august is the rotary barbecue is that right yes, girl? In august, yes. We'll be our yeah. snow cone machine then and um also in june we have a uh, june 26 out in lepris fork we're doing a fundraiser concert with paul overstreet and it's a free event um so that starts at three and ends at seven out in the park behind the Leapers Fork Market, which runs along Leapers Creek. It's a beautiful park. So we've got that event going on. Um, we're going to put hundreds of flowers, purple flowers in Leapers Fork, uh, just decorate all the storefronts. And if you've ever been out to Leapers Fork, you know, it's just a short village, but when you pull in there and you see all these whirly flowers, um uh, swirling it's just really amazing. And the merchants out in Leapers Fork and downtown Franklin have been so supportive. Um and I know I, I live in Leapers Fork and how much my little community has been affected by the disease too. We've lost several, several great community members to the disease. So we're very passionate about it. And what else we got going on, Cass? We got we're doing lots of things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> partnering with Alma, that that is really important and special to us because we, uh, Laura and I had an opportunity two years ago. I, I hate that I keep having to say two years ago. Two years. We did a barbecue and a out at the Williamson County uh, complex and invited folks from kind of the underserved areas. And, you know, Robert Blair helped with that. Brant Busquet took flyers around. Alma was very um, supportive. And we just, we're trying to you know lend resources and education to an underserved population that that may also just feel like they don't know where to turn and may not always have the information in front right. of them. We feel like that's important for every everyone in our community to um, have that awareness and have that information available to them. So this is really just an extension of that event. Alma called me up and said, hey, I'm I'm hoping I can count on you and Laura to have a table at Juneteenth. I think it would be great. And she said, I really see a need in our our immediate community for that. So, You know, that's 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 work that Laura and I are very proud of. I mean, we we basically want to make sure that people in Williamson County in particular, that we are a resource for for our community. It's very important to us. And that touches everyone.
1: And and they have been. It, I was I was at a meeting with some people and they said Alzheimer's and they pointed at me. And <laughs> Cassie has had uh, friends of hers reach out to her over the phone. And I have a friend that you know has been diagnosed with this, or my husband has you know going through this. And so we will always answer the phone. We're not experts and we don't have all the answers, but we're there and we're there to listen. We've we've lived it, and Cassie more than I. I mean, to lose her grandmother and her mother, and just last month, her sister Susie, her beautiful, beautiful sister Susie. So we will always pick up the phone. We will always answer any questions we can, and if we can't, we can always refer. Uh, the best references is through the Alzheimer's Association, and they have a twenty four seven helpline, and that's one eight hundred. Two seven two thirty nine hundred. I think that's it. But um, that's a great resource for people too. And and the clinicians that answer the phones are just so amazing, twenty four seven.
2: Typically, we can get you to the right person. Again, like Laura says, I don't I don't profess to be the expert, and I get questions that about conditions I I wasn't familiar with, and you know I, I may not know the answer, but I know who who can can get someone the answer. Typically, so. And Cassie and I are always doing... Librarians are
0: good at that, too. Yes, I bet they
1: are. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, thank you, Williamson County Library. Again, you will be decorating um, for June awareness. Thank you. And then also, I understand that even in the library, you're going to have an area uh, that you decorate monthly. And in June, it'll be done for Alzheimer's.
2: Yay. That is so
1: great. It is a great resource for anything Alzheimer's, the library. I know that when we do when we did have the classes at the library, there was always a cart that Sharon would bring down just all just stocked with books uh, about Alzheimer's and dementia. So thank you.
0: Well, thank you guys for your time today. As we uh, wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Just thank you so much, Dolores, for all of your support and help. And Cassie, thank you for being by my side through all this. That's what I have to say.
2: Absolutely. And I <laughs> echo what Laura says, Dolores, your friendship, your support, your leadership in the community. Um, yes. it's, it's what makes Franklin great is that people you know, have these friendships and relationships and then they can collaborate together for the betterment of the community. It's awesome. I'm very grateful to live in Franklin. That's that's one of one
0: of my favorite things about Franklin and Williamson County is that, you know, everybody just reaches out to help each other and it's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well thanks again. And and you know you're not going to be a stranger. You're going to have to come back and and let us know what's going on because I miss my peeps, you know. I have to see them from time to time. So but thank you very much, Kathy. And thank you very much, Laura. And thank you very much for watching. And until next time, explore your world and read.